Welcome to The Christian Working Woman. I'm Julie Bastide. Do you ever find it hard to trust God with your future? You're not alone. Today, Lisa Bishop will talk about choosing to trust God in the difficult and unknown seasons of life. That's right, Julie. You know, when you're in a difficult season, weeks, months, maybe what feels like years, it can be so easy to let your trust waver. It can be tempting to buy into the lie that God has forgotten about you and to think that God doesn't really care and that the hardship, loss, or feeling of a lack of direction will never end. When fear of an unknown future causes anxiety or despair, it's a time you're going to find yourself at a crossroad, really a point where you need to make an important decision, a critical choice. And here's the choice in moments of uncertainty. Will you cling to God and trust Him and His faithfulness? Or will you lean on your own obstructed view, your limited understanding, and succumb to doubt and discouragement, maybe even despair? Now, when I ask this question, I I just want to make it really clear that throughout your Christian journey, there will be many crossroads where your faith and your trust in Jesus will be tested because trusting Jesus in all circumstances is something we continue to grow in, and it's a lifelong pursuit. I think that in our perfectly curated social media world, we really don't talk much about the messiness of life, do we? A failing marriage, faltering faith, maybe being fired from a job. We see snippets of each other's lives, and then we think that something must be wrong with ours because while we're dealing with overwhelming fears and anxieties, other people's worlds just look like the fantasy that we wish we were living. But let's be honest. Trials and the messiness of life are part of being human. And I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I don't want to be human. I want life to be perfect, and it's not. And after all, that's why we need hope and faith in Jesus, because you will have trials and the hardships of life. They'll test you. James 1, verses 2 through 4 in the message reminds us of this. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. So do you consider it a sheer gift when trials and testing, when waiting and uncertainty come your way? It's so hard to trust God in times of trial. We want to wiggle out of the discomfort and get relief from the pressure We want God to answer us now because we can't bear the weight of the unknown. And yet these hard places are the very times that your faith, it will mature when you make the choice to trust and to persevere when your faith is tried. When I think about choosing to trust God in the uncertainty, it reminds me of the Israelites and their journey to freedom. In the book of Exodus, we read about God's freedom mission. The book of Exodus describes a climactic moment in the life of God's people. It tells the story of the Israelites' deliverance from slavery in Egypt by the Lord's mighty hand. For 400-plus years, the people of God were subjected to harsh labor conditions by Pharaoh. And as you read the first part of Exodus, you see Pharaoh's relentless refusal to let God's people go, even after God demonstrates his mighty power and brings several disasters in the form of plagues to Egypt. After the 10th plague, Pharaoh finally agrees to release the Israelites, and so begins their journey to the promised land. But listen to what happens next in chapter 13, verse 17. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, 
If they faced war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around the desert road toward the Red Sea. Did you catch that? So here the Israelites are. They've they've been in captivity for 400 plus years. They're finally getting their taste of freedom, and God chooses not to let them go towards the road that was shorter. He leads them around the desert towards the Red Sea. You and I have the benefit of knowing how the story ends, but the Israelites didn't know that the reason God was taking them down a less than obvious path was because he knew what was ahead. The all-knowing God knew that if the Israelites would have taken the shorter route, they would have traveled through enemy territory, and that would have caused them to want to return back to Egypt. Fear would have caused them to forego freedom and find themselves living back in captivity. When you're in a season of uncertainty and the road ahead is unclear or obscured, it can be really easy to cry out to God and say, why is this taking so long? What are you doing, God? Are we there yet? Let's be honest. Often God's ways, they just don't make sense. So there are going to be times in your life where with your limited view, you see a path that's shorter or seems to be more desirable or efficient. And then you're going to wonder why God seems to be inserting a detour or delay and Let's face it, it can be devastating. But this is where you need to make a choice. In the moments where things just don't make sense in your human understanding, will you choose to rely on your own perspective or will you choose to press into God and trust Him? Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 give us great words of wisdom. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him and He will make your path straight. I love the message version that lays down that same wisdom like this. It says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Why is it so hard to trust God when we see his faithfulness all throughout the Bible and when we've even experienced his track record in our own lives, his trustworthiness? Trusting God is a constant and consistent decision that you need to make. And the choice is not based on your circumstances, but grounded in God's character. And part of God's character is that he's omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. He's the only one that sees the big picture and, as my friend says, has an aerial view. Isaiah 55 verses 8 through 9 remind us that God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So God's infinite thoughts are far greater than your limited ability to comprehend them. And his ways don't always make sense to you. But you can rest in the knowledge that he's always good, which means that everything he does ultimately will be turned for your good. But our human hearts are really filled with this question for God, why, when, how? And so we often wrestle with this faith that we have because of the questions that we have for him. How can we fully trust a God we don't understand? How can we have faith when God's ways seem even, dare I say, unloving at times? When you try to comprehend God's ways, you're going to become frustrated because, again, his ways are higher than your ways and his actions often don't make sense to your earthly mind. Let's take a look back at the journey of the Israelites. While it seemed crazy that God would lead them to a place where they were surrounded by their enemies and boxed in by a body of water with nowhere to escape, it's eventually at the Red Sea where the Israelites are once and for all freed from the Egyptians. And while the Israelites had no way of knowing how the plan would unfold, they did know that God had promised them freedom, and yet their current circumstances had them freaking out. In fact, further in Exodus, as the Israelites see their enemies approaching, they were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, 
Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. In the midst of uncertainty, the Israelites were willing to go back to captivity. In the face of fear of their future, they were willing to forfeit freedom. Rather than choosing to trust an unknown future to a known God, they chose fear over believing God's faithfulness. Can you, can you relate to that? Maybe you've thought, God, you say you're good, but this situation doesn't feel so good. I don't see a way through. Or, God, you say that you'll never leave me or forsake me, but it certainly seems like you're silent. Where is fear taken over in your life? How are you forgetting the faithfulness and the promise of God that he's for you? He'll never leave or abandon you. He'll guide you. He'll lead you. And he will fight for you. He knows what he's doing. Even though you may not be able to make sense of the twists and turns, God sees you. Even when God's ways don't make sense, he has a plan. In verse 13, Moses speaks back to the Israelites' overwhelming concern and worry. And he says, do not be afraid. Stand firm. And you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Listen, I know what it's like to be in a place of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And I know what it's like to wonder and question if God really cares and if he's going to come through. You may be in a season of job loss and see no opportunities on the horizon. Maybe you're in a really difficult season in your marriage and you just don't see it getting better. Or you have kids that are wayward and you fear what the future holds. Maybe you had a bad review at work and you fear losing your job. Or you long to be married and you fear what life of singleness means and looks like for you. Or you're in a financial crisis and you just don't see a way out. It's in these moments when you only see a sliver of the picture that you have a choice to make. Will you trust God? And it's not based on feeling. It's based on facts because God says, do not be afraid. Stand firm. You will see deliverance. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. The Lord sees you. He knows what you're going through. And while it may not seem like it, and he seems like he's silent, he's not. I know the waiting can be really gut-wrenching, but trust that God is actively at work in your life. Don't lose hope or get weary because it's on God's timeline and not yours. Anxiety and worry, they're going to try and rear their ugly heads and rule your thoughts and emotions. But these verses are a reminder that God is working on your behalf. These truths are a reminder in uncertain times to compose yourself with confidence in God. When it seems like there's no way out and no way through, this is the time when your faith is forced into the open, and no matter how difficult it is, you're called to stand firm in the truth. We have an insatiable desire to know the future and manage everything in our lives. We have a belief that we know better than God and that our plans and our methods are better. When your false illusion of control is shattered— you're called to surrender to your Heavenly Father who knows and loves you. At just the right time when things seemed hopeless, God parted the waters and made a way for His people to pass through unharmed and for enemies to be defeated. Just as He did with the Israelites, He will make a way for you that seems impossible. And this is where faith needs to trump your feelings. It's important to notice what you're feeling and resist letting your feelings rule you. Bring your emotions to God, renew your mind, immerse yourself in the Bible, and remind yourself of all the stories that God showed where he came through for his people. Sometimes we need reminding, recounting, and rehearsing truth to ourselves. As a matter of fact, as you start a new year, it could be a great opportunity to start a new habit. 
Take the time to write down all the ways that God has been faithful to you throughout the years. Get yourself into a rhythm of journaling and writing down the ways that you see God at work in your life. When you're struggling, say, Jesus, help me. God, be merciful to me. Holy Spirit, open my eyes to see all the ways you're helping me. Make the choice to trust. Declare, Lord, I choose to trust you because you are trustworthy. And remember to praise God in all seasons and practice what the psalmist says in 34.1. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praise. Thank you, Lisa, for these encouraging words to make the choice to trust God in all circumstances. Well, it's that time of year again. Our weekend getaway is coming up in April. Lena Abujamra will be our special speaker, and our theme is Grounded Identity. Will you join us this year? The event will take place April 14th and 15th at the Weston Hotel in Itasca, Illinois. Go to our website to register or get more information. It's christianworkingwoman.org. We look forward to seeing you in April. And we know that January can often be a tough time of year. The holidays are over, and in some parts of the world, winter has really set in. So do you need prayer for you or someone you know? You can share your request with us through our website at christianworkingwoman.org. Or you can call us and we'll pray with you. Our number is 630-462-0552. Again, that's 630-462-0552. As always, it's our privilege to pray for you. And again, one quick reminder, we have many resources on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. I'm Julie Bastide, thanking you for joining us today on The Christian Working Woman. 